This program is an experiment, an exploration. It's been put together with enormous enthusiasm and equipment designed for other purposes. The basis of it is an unlimited supply of magnetic tape, recording machine, and a group of technicians who think nothing is too much trouble provided it works. we're all invasion sequence. Hitman with those laser beams. Hey, what's up, gamers? So it's a new time in our country and a new time for us. We're doing this from separate locations for the first time ever, so... Which is um, very fun and different and also very, very strange, but here we are. It is strange, so bear with us if we sound a little funny, more funny than usual. Ha-ha! We've got... Some new tracks for you that have come out in just the last few days. You know, oddly, amidst all of this, I feel like I've been listening to music less than really? normally. And I think there's some there's some factual numbers behind that, that video is way up in streaming and audio is mm-hmm. kind of not doing so hot right now. Um, we'll talk about more on that subject later on plus we'll talk about all the live streams we've been watching the ravathons all that kind of stuff oh bless you bless you insomniac for the ravathons i mean it's almost been overwhelming frankly how much um there's been to choose from in the last couple weeks but let's get this episode started this is fisher it's brand new it's called freaks on warehouse 11 shoes come off and freaks come out Try again. 
Escape, and this is Warehouse 11. I'm Kent and Clayton. We do this every week on Electric Force Radio. You can tune in live Thursday nights at what time is it? 10 o'clock? I don't know. I feel like I'm out of practice. <laughs> 10 o'clock east or west. And uh, if you don't catch us there, you can tune in anytime at Warehouse 11. Dot com. So the days are all blending together. I, We're losing our minds it slowly really, but surely. Yeah, we. Uh, I um, I was mentioning that there have been tons of video streams, like almost an overwhelming amount. But I think, I, and obviously the quality is varying. So we've got mm-hmm. DJs that are s- literally setting up decks on their kitchen cabinet, and there's no audio being fed into the stream. It's just you know their iphone or whatever and then we've got insomniac who's putting on like a full-scale festival production in their office lobby which it's kind of funny to me or i don't even know if it's funny impressive that they're able to pull off what they do i'm just imagining them sitting in a meeting saying like we should do this and then they just run over to the warehouse and grab all the crap and bring it in and set it up and ta-da we've got this like incredible alien spaceship themed Mm -hmm. stage and how many how many screens do you think they're using like there's there was one underneath the artist right there's like a big one behind them there are two on the sides like they're they have all of that just you know ready to go all right let's build it up i know i mean they're very fortunate to have that ability uh so i guess it was again weekends running together three weekends ago they did sort of um a factory 93 mm-hmm. set in like an old brewery in downtown LA or something. And they had a couple of people in the audience, like from Insomniac. And then last weekend they did a, a beyond rave yeah. for beyond yeah. wonderland since that got canceled. So that would have been the same weekend. And then just kind of out of nowhere, they did the countdown 
which was Ravathon. It was magical, you guys. Yeah, I mean, you it's like it? like it was seriously so good. It's everything we could hope for. Um, and I, I, let's talk about highlights. What are what were some of our favorite sets? Well, I I'm, I'm seeing. Let's go back to the mixing of the days. But um, right off the bat of one of the streams, you had Dombreski back to back, not back to back, but Dombreski and then uh, Sunburn. Going oh on. yeah. Like that fantastic sets, uh, yep. really, really good. And then I honestly wasn't super interested in a lot of the in, in the artists that were playing on the second day of, of Countdown Ravathon, but we had to wait up. We had to see through to watch IO, which was, yep. an, a, again, another impressive set. My biggest complaint of all of this, 30-minute hmm. sets, yep. which, yep. whatever, you got to do what you got to do, but you always want a little bit more, a little more tech, a little more... Yep show but it was good it was fantastic anything yeah, else yeah it it definitely makes me want to oh well i was even joking when we were prepping for this that we should just play the whole io set but it does make me want to get a track list and introduce at least a couple of those songs in there but um i, I mean of course the the great thing about that was just pasquale's full ensemble that he had put together he was wearing a hoodie and just very nonchalant for the beyond and then for countdown he was in all i don't even know what you would call that it was like a tinfoil he looked like the tin man honestly but yeah. like a robotic tin man and there was an alien behind him that was like scrubbing down the board not not the board but like a, a big console the like whole a time control panel yeah oh it was great my favorite part is also pasquale just asking every dj so how's your quarantine going man I don't, it's just a, like just a bizarre yeah. question, but then it also maybe have you seen the quarantine like meme that's going around that like somebody thought Ooh. it was quarantine like oh C O R N T E E N. How's your Get quarantine? So then I was how's just thinking like, quarantine? so how's your quarantine so far? So how's your <laughs> 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 everything really comes back to a Chris Lake track in our of life. course. I mean, of course. Okay, let's hop back into it. This is a, uh, a new song we just found. I don't know how. I don't know if it's new or old or what it is, but it's new to us. This is uh, Salardo and Eli Brown. The song is called "My Life" on Warehouse Eleven.
want to talk to nobody unless it's here, kitty, kitty, here, kitty, kitty. You see me up in the party, sunglasses on with my hoodie. Here, don't want to talk to nobody unless it's here, kitty, kitty, here, kitty, kitty. When you see me in the party, 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 when you see me in the party. Chris Lorenzo dances with white girls. <laughs> call here kitty. I guess I didn't realize it ended on such a, a beautiful note. Oof. <laughs> Was he saying ribbit, ribbit? I think so. Oh, I don't God. know. I, I guess I really, I've, I think I've only heard the song in a live setting where, you mm-hmm. know, it's been heavily mixed, so I didn't get all those good, good nasty bits. 
the bottom of the Look pan. Look for that. Look for that in our new intro coming soon. <laughs> yeah, for it. sure. For sure. So that's uh, <clears throat> Chris Lorenzo and Chris Lake together do Anti Up. And I, they were hinting a little bit, or I guess they were just bantering on Twitter. Um, probably stuff that we would say in real mm-hmm. life, but they were exchanging on Twitter, and then everybody was like, oh my god, you know what this means, guys. It's happening. It's yeah. happening. It's a new a new album. I guess they don't really have albums, just singles, yeah. but nonetheless. Apparently, so you know, everybody's making music right now, so soon... Dude, what else are you going to do? It's going to flood out. You know? Speaking of, Kent, famous question, what are you doing? During the quarantine, how are you spending your days? Um, I mean, honestly, this is kind of my normal life. I'm just going to the grocery <laughs> store a little less than usual, but um, I'm not a you know I'm not really a big takeout person, so I'm just cooking at home. Um, which again, I try to do that most of the time anyway. Um, and then a lot of gardening and outside work. That's nice. So I, That's so I nice. cut down a, a small tree slash giant shrubbery and uh, cut grass for the first time of the year today, which I have mixed feelings about. Because <laughs> now I mean, it's just the know, beginning. Now, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's about it. But I mean, otherwise, you know, if I'm home, I'm just kind of home doing my thing. Yeah. So it's it's pretty much business as usual. Um, for me, so how yeah, about you? Working from home, and by working from home, I mean my laptop is open while I'm catching up on shows and movies and video games. Of course, um, reading. I've been reading more books. Me and my fiance built a puzzle and a Lego, and I built a desk for her because she wanted a little her own little mm. area. Yep, and that's pretty much it. We like we've been shopping a few times, and we go on walks. Like we try to mm. go out into the neighborhood at least once a day and get some sun, but like, sure, not a whole lot else. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I am really glad to be living in a house where I can so easily go outside. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just imagining people that live in high-rise buildings in larger oh. cities. I mean, you, I mean, you literally are kind of a prisoner. I mean, New York is getting a bit blown out right now with, yeah. with this whole thing. So, and there's like, I don't really think going outside is an option in right. that case. Right. So, I mean, that's just, yeah. I think I think my outlook would be very different if I were in that mm-hmm. type of situation. So, I'm happy to be where I am and have the freedoms and abilities that I do here. So. Shout out to the Midwest. Yeah, indeed. Um, I mean, we're technically under a stay-at-home order. I don't even really know what it means, um, but it you know, no, all non-essential businesses are closed. But I've realized, I guess I don't use non-essential businesses. I don't know because <laughs> right? there's like n- not. I guess I normally just go to the grocery store and Walmart, and that's Aldi and Walmart, and that's those are my places. So, and here's the like. I think that the term essential business is now becoming a very broad thing. I was just talking yeah. to my aunt, who should be retired at this point, but she's not. Yeah. She works in uh, computer sales, okay. and, like IT sales. Yeah. She still goes. She still works every day. Like they are considered essential. I would have been like, you don't sell food, get out of yeah. here. But I don't know. That's just probably my outlook on it, as opposed to what it actually is. Yeah, but I mean, I guess. Um yeah, I guess, I'll, I mean, I heard people complaining about, like, hair salons, nail salons, like, service-type mm-hmm. places that, you know, aren't operating because, they, you know, you can't really be in close quarters. Right. Again, things I just don't really personally have a need for, so I'm just... You can't see it, but Kent's actually a very shaggy, grown-out <laughs> man that never cuts his hair. <laughs> yep. Uh, my middle name is Wook, so that uh, that is why... Um, yeah, so pretty much life as usual for me. Um, I guess the only thing that's kind of nice about it is that everyone else is doing the same thing as well. So they can't look at me and be like, you're a hermit. You don't leave your house. 
It's like hot. They're like, Kent, you're so responsible. You've been yeah, doing this exactly. for, us for so long. Yeah, so that's that's the uh, the silver lining in all of this for sure. Okay, let's uh, let's hop back to it. This is a very quick disco vibe from B Y O R. Bior. Do we do we think it's Bior or do we I think have no idea. bring your own Red Bull? Mm, that would just <laughs> Red- that would be too. <laughs> bring your own <laughs> Robitussin. I don't know. The song is called "Don't Stop the Disco" on Warehouse Eleven. Drop them boys when I go carambola. 
jaded hand of god and the album artwork literally has the hand of god right on it so it's very pretty and if you notice a little feminine little god is a woman i guess it's very well could be true well maybe there's just one long nail on the hand maybe that's what i'm seeing oh well that's just to show um what is it I, i think that's the thing in like chinese culture actually to show yeah uh like Basically how You're rich high, you are. How upstanding and rich you are. Yeah. yeah. That's a thing. That Which is, is thing. funny. Um, in India, you show the same thing by having a large gut. <sighs> Literally. It was like, okay, all the rich people are fat. And everyone, which is That's... really unfortunate. It's like, <laughs> look at all the food I can buy and eat. Jeez. Other countries are scary. <clears throat> they are, Other but I cultures think cultures are very scary. Well, yeah, um, I was looking at the COVID nineteen infection numbers today, and I think the U.S. is winning the race. Yeah, it's now, it's now all about us, guys. We did it. Italy was was there for a bit, like Italy right. was really suffering, but like right. we're we're ahead of them. So suck it, Italy. It's really bad. Um, I mean, I th- I think part of the problem is that we have too much pride in our freedoms to actually absolutely like, you know take any sort of advice from the from the CDC or the other the so-called government or whatever um, so even though you have government saying you need to stay at home people are saying like you can't tell me what to do I do whatever with that. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, you know, China is kind of a little more used to government control and and just being told what to do. So there's, you know, yeah. if you're in Wuhan and you're told to stay at home, you do that because the the military standing outside your home. And mm-hmm. if you do, they will they will off you. The memes are turning as well. To they went from being about like, oh man, this is really hard, guys. To Y'all need to take this seriously because I have a wedding to go to in, like, July, and I want to be able to go and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, festival-wise, pretty much everything through mid-June so far has been rescheduled, except except for EDC Las Vegas, which we talked about this two weeks ago on the show. Still nothing. I I know, and I I thought, sure, by the time that that episode aired because I think we recorded a couple days before that Mm -hmm. you know it was going to be outdated but no I mean Pasquale's held on to it but he did post earlier this week that he had an update coming soon and I think it's because even even in that post he said like we will and we'll let you know the the details that come with the changes or something like that that was very like okay so things are yeah moving yeah, sure. I mean, I think I think people are also kind of panicking about, you know, even if it does get or when it does get rescheduled, that they don't have the money to keep their ticket right now. And mm-hmm. I mean, I had a friend of mine that was texting me just the other day and she was saying, um, you know, I, I hope I can sell this ticket. I'm afraid I'm not even going to get face value on it at this point. Which is very possible, um, yeah. but I told her I was like, "Well, Pasquale did say they would offer refunds to people who aren't able to do it." Um, but I mean, Vegas is just—I <laughs> saw some photos coming out um, from just different people who have posted of just a literally a desert on the Vegas Strip. I mean, it's just—it's like a, something I never thought I would see ever. 
you know it's just just there's not a not a mouse moving around that entire strip and I don't I don't Part know where of, we, like it makes me want to go just to like just see to just see to say it. like I saw this the the strip empty you know? I know I still I still have some flights booked for NAB and I haven't canceled <laughs> them yet because I I'm I'm holding on to them thinking like just you know if I make the last minute if everything like clears up suddenly and it's like I can just it was a $40 round trip flight anyway so it's like mm-hmm. you know um, go out and check it out and see what's going on but I highly doubt that's going to happen but I guess the one uh, plus side of all this is flight prices um, yeah plan your future trips right I, now I booked a, I had a an August Mexico trip planned and the flight was originally well out of the home airport was was like six hundred dollars, which is absurd. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's that expensive. It dropped down to two fifty in the last three <laughs> days. So booked that. Uh, Hopefully, actually get to take that trip. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it, it showed that you know Google shows the graph of the price, and it just it looked like the stock market um, drop essentially. It was just like holding steady and then just like yeah shot down all of a sudden so you know if there's anything good coming out of this it's uh that but that's assuming that you have money coming in to buy flights so i think that's yeah. the biggest problem that womp, womp. yeah exactly all right let's hop back to it this is uh sonny federa and sonic crafts songs called flashbacks on warehouse 11 
Doherty and Keys. It's called Pour the Milk. It's a Clayton pick for you. You know, sometimes the milk needs to be poured because it's bad and it stinks. That's true. And it's always the worst feeling when you're not expecting that. And you go to the fridge and you open up the milk and you smell it. And you're like, ugh! Now I don't have any milk. <laughs> <laughs> These are real problems with the Warehouse 11 crew. Especially if you're trying to cook something and you need you need milk to cook it and then and then it just ruins everything. That's the thing for me is like for for a, a time I was making sure I always had milk, but like unless I'm having cereal or cooking, I wasn't using it and then it was going bad. Like I'd right. be like, "Oh, you know what? I want to stay away from cereal for a bit." And then I have just bad milk in my fridge. Yeah. I'm a scrub. Yeah, and I think that was me too and I started buying just like the you know, the smaller half gallons and now I make yogurt with it because I'm an 80-year-old woman and I can go back to gallons. So um yeah, well, uh, you know, we all need our milk. So it's very important. <laughs> I need some of your milk. <laughs> oh goodness. Um well, what else is happening in, in in the warehouse land? I mean, I think that people have been saying this for a little bit, but that first event that oh, yeah. people are able to go to after all this passes, I hope that I hope security is ready. I hope <laughs> that the people planning it are ready because, like, I would expect some major debauchery from whatever it is. Yeah, and I mean that's been Pasquale's big like note out of all this he's like i want edc to be that first mm-hmm. big thing you know that we come out of i guess my big concern is how much of a germaphobe everyone is suddenly gonna be just for, like let's say even we have like a vaccine mm-hmm. and the threat of covid19 is kind of past us but it's just are we being reprogrammed now that like we're gonna demand all these things that are completely unnecessary as long as you have a normal immune system Mm -hmm. and it's just gonna create this I don't know all this unnecessary stress on the promoter and organizers to have to cater to this newfound so-called need I've been I've been wondering about that too because I, I mean I've, I've been bad and I've been to the store a few times during this, I'll admit. But, like, going to the store and keeping your distance from other people 
and like as you're like pushing your cart, you're like swaying, you know, swerving yep. your way through. Yeah. I wonder, you know, is that going to be a learned thing that we just all start to do of like giving extra space to people in public, or are we eventually going to be like, ah, well, that was then, and this is now, yeah. and it's okay if we, you know, like I'm, I'm wondering what the long term, right. Um, thing is going to be here. Yeah, I mean, I just, I imagine if you're a germaphobe, you're probably not going to festivals and shows in the first place. Um, but I mean, it's just like, there's no way around it. I mean, I'm just like picturing mm-hmm. the main stage at EDC. You've got 80,000 people jammed just, you know, neck to neck, essentially. I mean, that's just a, a virus's dream situation, right? So <laughs> I was going to say, it's got to be said that uh, not not the cleanest group that after like day two or three right been dancing around the desert and and yeah. sweating and getting crazy and you yeah. know like that's gonna yeah. be on people's minds now i think i know i know and i don't and i don't know how do you how do you reprogram people or how do you reassure people that like okay your normal immune system can fight off most things as long mm-hmm. as it, it, it's familiar with what it's fighting off except wook flu that shit no yeah, I mean, there. then that's going to happen no matter what, frankly. I mean, you know, I mean, th- that's the thing. It's just like so many, so many times you get back from a show and you end up with some kind of little sickness, um, but you, you mm-hmm. know, eventually get over that. So I don't know. I was, I was just imagining that, but I also thought the same thing about, you know, food trucks or stuff like this. Like, are people just going to think like, Ooh, that's gross. I can't do that. Like there's, there's too many germs around. And I mean, I've been thinking, I think it's interesting that we have, um, you know, all these places open for takeout and stuff. But in my mind, I'm like, well, I don't know what's going on in that kitchen. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I guess I always kind of wonder that. And you always kind of hear like restaurant kitchens are actually super filthy and you don't ever want to see them because you would never eat there again. But I don't know. I guess it's even less on the social distancing. Like, obviously, if someone near me coughs, I'm going to breathe that in. But I'm I'm confused, or I'm concerned about it just living on mm-hmm. surfaces for days at a time or whatever. I don't know. Right. But, it's, I mean... No, it, it, we're just rewiring our brains a little bit yeah. about looking for something, looking for a predator that's not seen. Right. And worrying that it's always there. You know, I that's know. just something that a lot of people didn't have to deal with before or didn't really think of. A whole new factor to have an anxiety attack over on on the regular. So So on that note, how about we play some techno? Let's get down and dirty. Yeah, this one's uh, by an artist called Asus, and the song is called Acid Wall and Warehouse Eleven. Thank you. 
That's Asus, an acid wall, something I think we can all enjoy in these times. I think so. Expand your mind a bit. But also, we were talking in the break, yep. uh, speaking of streams, Dead Mouse's uh, test, test pilot stream that he did yeah. on Twitch. Fantastic. Last Saturday, and it was like three hours long. Mm. So that's what I'm talking about. I yeah, I mean that's like exactly what we need out of that. The funny thing about Test Pilot is we first saw, which by the way, if you're not familiar, that's Dead Mouse's techno mm-hmm. pseudonym. I don't know. I had to explain this to a buddy of mine because he sent it to me, but I don't think he understood what Test Pilot was. And so he's like, "Is uh. this is this what he calls these streams?" I was like, "No, it's actually you know like an alter ego, just like Dead yeah. Mouse's." that yada yada but um anyway we first saw him at electric forest and it just didn't it didn't hit quite right and then we weren't ready for it quite frankly yeah. we were just like what is this yeah yeah <laughs> and then we most recently saw him at uh escape and it was one of our favorite things of the whole festival for sure. I think there's some definite, um, you know how he, he likes to end on a bit of a limp dick that that happens a couple times to that stream. Though. No. Oh, it, gets pre- it gets pretty pretty out there, pretty slow and out there, so I don't know. I guess I guess you need you need you need valleys to appreciate the peaks, right? You do, but I don't want that valley to happen at the end of the set when like That's true. That's it's true. the last day that we're there, yeah. and then it's just like over. Oh, that was it's just so sad. like a fade to black with like, yeah, no. <laughs> you want a big, a big blowout, and you just get blow me out, yeah, Joel. Exactly. All right, so I think we did okay on our little um, remote distanced extra. <laughs> extra remote distancing um, yeah I think it worked out well project here so this is uh, something we do every Thursday nights on Electric Forest Radio at 10 o'clock east and west and you can find us at warehouse11.com anytime you feel the need for a little house or techno fix that's right or to hear our beautiful beautiful voices mostly that because it's like 30 percent us just talking about what pops into our head at the particular (laughs) moment so all right that's gonna do it for this episode we've got one more track for you this is claptone and milo it's called drop the pressure i'm kent and i'm clayton and we'll see you next time peace out Oh, <laughs> oh,